It's week two of our Carolina basketball roster preview series and up today, how Mr. Zayden Hyde can come in and have a role at Carolina right away. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Thursday, July 13th, 2023. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shea. Joining me today, as always, like pretending to poke him, is our guy, Coach Pack Kilby Pack. Great to have you, as always, buddy. Glad you're here. We want to thank you for making Locked on Tar Heels your first watch or listen of the day to get your best Tar Heels content every day. All right, folks, coming up on the show today, we are talking all about Mr. Zayden High. For those who missed it last week, we kicked off our roster preview series. Starting with the freshmen, we're going to work our way all the way up to those fifth-year guys. We got three of them packed, three fifth-year dudes on this year's roster. And uh, now we got James Aconquo in the mix as well. We'll have to work him in as well. So last week, we had Elliot Cadeau. This week is Zayden High, and then next week, uh, we'll or the next two weeks, we'll get into the sophomores with Jalen Washington and Seth Trimble. And so that'll be a lot of fun to do that. But Pat, let's start with Zayden High. We I know, guys, the, the fan base has been tracking him and who he is, but let's make sure everyone knows that biography, knows who Zayden is, kind of where he's from, and kind of some of that background stuff so they can wrap their brains a little more around our guy, Zayden. Would you hit us with that biographical information? Absolutely. Yeah, so Zayden, uh, class of 2023, um, listed as a power forward uh, from Spring Branch, Texas. High school was Compass Prep in Arizona where he played his senior year. His first three years were at uh, Smithson Valley High School in Spring Branch, Texas. Um, AAU team is JL3 Elite. Height is 6'9", weight 225, so he's got a solid frame. He does. Uh, Four-star rating. Um, his rankings, as far as uh, recruiting sites go, ESPN 75, Rivals 55, 247 Sports 85, and On 365. So anywhere in that 55 to 85 range. They love they love those round numbers, the the fives and tens, you know. Well, they do, yeah. <laughs> uh, committed to Carolina August sixteenth of two thousand twenty-two. I think it was or, October. Was like, yeah, October sixteenth, two thousand twenty-two. You're right. Uh, and he chose Carolina over uh, Arkansas, Michigan, Texas, Villanova. So obviously, a good group of schools recruiting him, which means is a you know high caliber kid, high caliber player. Um, Twitter handle Zayden Z A Y Y D E N. Instagram handle Zayden High, just as he spells it normally. Yes, love that. Uh, and by the way, for those who aren't aware of where Spring Branch, Texas is, it's just like the north side of San Antonio down there. So, uh, I'm curious to hear more about you know, like that he grew up loving. Tim Duncan and and David Robbins probably too young honestly Pac now that I say that right maybe yeah man that's wild uh 
man. Okay, Zayden High, great stuff. Excited, excited for him to be on campus for the longest time. We thought it was going to be Zayden High and Sim Wilcher, but uh, now it's going to be Zayden High and Elliot Cadeau. So, Pack, right out of the gate, obviously, we're going to be talking about, you know, strengths and weaknesses and, and comps and over-under stuff with Zayden High. Um, but, but first, you know, like, as you look at how the changing landscape of recruiting is in college basketball, you look at Carolina just bringing in these two freshmen, and it seems like because of the transfer portal, that might become the norm, like kind of these smaller classes rather than having bigger classes of four or five commits, things like that. Um, do you think that's a good way forward for Carolina? It's like, hey, in this class, this 23 class, we just have an elite high-level point guard and a stretch four kind of guy. Do, do you like that look? Um, honestly, I think the jury's still kind of out on it. I think it's, it's so early, it's kind of tough to tell. Um, I'd like to revisit this in like 10 years and see where programs are. As of right now, you know, I think what we're doing works fine. If we can get two or three Carolina kids in each recruiting class and then fill gaps with the transfer portal, that would be awesome uh, because, as we've talked about many times, I think the transfer portal, you get already proven kids and you get that experience, and experience is what wins in March traditionally. So <laughs> – um, I think I think what we're doing is fine. I think it's sustainable. Uh, but I do like I, I you know, I, I don't know what it's going to look like in five years when we've had a lot more of the transfer portal and a lot more of the NIL era. I, I could see it just being kind of this ever fluctuating thing where, um, you know, one team wins it because they've recruited really well and they've kept guys in their program. And I can see years where the transfer portal is king and teams just replenish their roster and they're rolling, you know? So I don't know. It's, it's really kind of too, too early to tell for me. What do you think? Yeah. I, I think the jury is still out on it. I think you're right. Um, I think it's this mixture that you were kind of like, you mentioned how like you talked about getting two or three Carolina guys. And because we're talking about Zayden high, I'll, I'll focus in on him with that. He really feels like that, like Carolina getting like a, you know, a, a front court kind of guy who is somebody that has some some great skill sets, but is going to continue to develop and grow. And it like it almost has this feel like they're not the same player, but Tyler Nickel last year. And I know that he ended up leaving, but really felt like that kind of guy who wanted to come in really work and grow and work himself into the rotation and become a big part of the roster. Feels like Zayden High is that to me, somebody that is a Carolina guy that wants to come be part of, of everything that Hubert Davis is doing and, and the team. And that so that excites me specifically with him because I think he can bring that. But there in and even if he doesn't, it doesn't mean he's a bad kid. It doesn't mean he's a Carolina kid. It's just the landscape of things now. But um, so, so I'm with you. I want to take a wait and see approach on the best way forward with roster construction. And I think that's going to change from year to year. And that's tough to think about, by the way, one thing I, I missed is, um, with Zayden's Twitter handle, I forgot that there's that 23 in it. And so I had actually written it down on our sheet wrong. So it's Zayden with two Y Z A Y Y 
23 and then the den so i uh, don't want to lead folks astray there hand up that is my fault uh pack by the way one of the things i love about zane you know he's had that great head of hair for a long time when he came to carolina trimmed it up a little bit and i don't know about you he kind of looks like one of the ball brothers now that he trimmed his hair can you see it you see yeah, that? yeah yeah and so i hadn't thought of that like that yeah you just said it but yeah yeah i had that just hit me recently i was like my man looks a little bit like Lonzo Ball now. And uh, so anyway, hopefully, in I don't know, whatever. Lonzo, hopefully he'll play basketball again. That poor dude is, uh, yikes. Anyway, uh, so Zayden High, great stuff right there. We're going to continue to talk next about uh, what we see are some, some qualities, some basketball traits that can get him on the court right now, as well as looking at things that he's going to have to continue to grow in to work his way into a, a big part of the front court rotation for North Carolina. We'll look at all that in just a second. But first, I need to tell you that today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Take that first swing at betting MLB on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200. You can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to hit the first home run. And that's all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you get paid instantly. There's no better place to bet on MLB than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. It's my favorite place to go for any sports stuff like this as well. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Folks, thanks for joining us on today's episode of Locked on Tar Heels. For you everydayers, really appreciate all your connectivity and and coming in with us. I know a lot of folks have been submitting listener questions, and I want to give you a new way to be able to do that. You can submit a video question, LockedOnTarHeels at gmail.com. You send it in just 10 to 15 seconds and give us your name where you're from, and your question, and we'll add it into the show where you can see your own face and hear your own voice. Make sure to do that. All right, Pack, we are in our summer roster preview series, and today we're talking about Zayden High, who is coming to Carolina, or who's at Carolina right now. We finally started to see the front court fill out a little bit more with the recent addition of James Aconquo, the West Virginia transfer. Um, and so that's good news for the Tar Heels. But specific to Zayden High, Pac, one of the things we often like to look at is rather than just saying strengths, we like to look at it as what is it that he can do that would get him on the court right now? I'm curious what you think that is for Zayden. Well, Zayden can shoot. Um, and I think he has that ability to stretch the floor. Um, I think he has a decent IQ for the game. Um, he has, you know, some – I don't want to say he's all guard, but he has some guard skills to his game. Uh, I think he has pretty good court vision, uh, like especially as a, as a passer. I think he's a good passer. Maybe, maybe that's an underrated part of his game. Um, but 
I think that those things could provide him the opportunity to play early. Um, I, especially, you know, and like if we continue to do a lot of the zoom action or uh, like, which is dribble handoffs. I was going to say, explain that for people yeah. who might not know what that is. If we do a lot of dribble handoffs on the wing and the ball screens and different things of that nature, um, he provides the ability to be a threat from the perimeter. Um, at least he did in high school. Now, hitting those shots at the University of North Carolina is going to be different than hitting them at sure. Compass Prep. But, but Compass it, Prep is like high elite high school basketball. So they it's are. Not, they absolutely know, are. So, uh, and he's proven that he can do that. So, you know, I think that's something he brings to the table. Um, I think, I, I think he was a good rebounder in high school. Um, now the physicality is going to go up. So we'll see how that translates, but he does do a lot of things really well. Yeah, I'm with you. And I think, you know, he brings in some good, while he, you know, we think about some of these stretch forward type guys who are often a little bit thinner, but I, I like, you know, that 225 pound frame he's got on him. And obviously he's going to come in and Jonas is going to work him to death and uh, we'll add add some more size to that. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that can, like, in terms of, like, my name is Zayden High, and I want to get on the floor this year. You just got to keep knocking down shots. Because, like, on um, Wednesday's show, I talked about Carolina's three-point percentage last year was the second worst in program history. Pack, Did, do you remember that? I mean, like, just how bad it was this year? And so if if you can come out and knock down shots – you know, and then not hurt the team in other ways. If you can keep up on defense and, and do the stuff you need to do, you're going to get on the court because Carolina needs guys who can shoot. Zayden High can do that. And and so I think if if it's like, bro, you want to get on the court right now? A, don't hurt the team when you come in, which is like the baseline. But B, knock down shots. And I love, like, one. Of, he kind of prides himself on his pick and pop ability. I've seen in multiple places where he talks about that, like, for uh, one of the specific quotes I had read a while ago, he said, quote, me and Sim, we will be a good one to four matchup with pick and rolls, meaning point guard one and the power forward four. Now, obviously, it's not going to be Simeon anymore, but that can be Elliot Cadeau, right? Like just slide those n- new names in because the principle there is the same thing. Um, it, pack something I love about uh, Zayden's skill set. It's it's similar to what happened with Anthony Davis in high school, where Anthony Davis was a more of a backcourt player, had guard skills, and then just poof, shot up the charts, and um, then was able to take those kind of guard skills and be able to start learning it in a new body. For Zayden, there is some of that similarity where earlier in high school was playing more kind of backcourt roles, learning, you know, being able to ball handle and things like that and kind of had that eight inch growth spurt and now turns into a four. Um, Now, I know sometimes that makes it a little tough to grow into your new body. Right. And so he's probably learning that. But how how can that be a benefit for not only him, but the Tar Heels? Well, you you kind of mentioned it. you have guard skills for one. So the ability to handle the ball and um, probably the ability to shoot it, which he does. And so Um, The thing that stands out to me, though, is he's going to have a good understanding, having been a guard before and now playing more of the four, he's going to have a good understanding of that post-guard relationship. Oh, that's good. Yeah. You know, what I see a lot is like guards don't all the time want to throw it into the post because they're afraid they're not going to get it back, (laughs) you know. And so Zayden can kind of understand that, like, gap, like, hey, 
I can be a good passer from the post. I can be a threat from the post. I can find my guards on the inside out looks. Um, and then he can understand it from the perimeter as well as far as feeding those guys the ball, relocating into a spot, having your hands ready, um, being a threat from the perimeter, and how much that helps the post player. So he gets kind of both sides of that perspective, which I think is huge for um, your IQ um, and just your ability to have a feel for the game. So to me, I think that's a huge benefit. That's a great point. Now, Peck, let, let's flip to the other side of it because – um, you know, we talked about Zayden being in that 55 to 85 range in terms of his his high school ranking coming into the Tar Heels. So obviously he is a high level, high, high level basketball player who's been very successful, won MVPs at, at tournaments and stuff. And so has that winning mentality to go with all his skill sets. But as every basketball player does, he has things that he'll still need to continue to grow in in his game. As you look at it, let's flip, you know, we asked the question, what's going to get him on the floor right now? The other side of that, what might keep him off the floor from being, you know, instead of like a 20 minute a game guy being more like a 10 minute a game guy, why wouldn't he see as much of the floor yet? Well, to me, it'll be kind of the same thing as Jalen Washington, like Kenny guard, Kenny guard, um, can the physicality of the game, Will that affect him, or will he be able to, to seamlessly transition into college basketball unfazed by, the, you know, that physicality? Now, we've talked about it. He has a great frame. Uh, he's already 225 pounds. I think he's pretty stocky, pretty stout. Um, but can he apply it? You know, that's a huge difference. And he's an 18-year-old, and he's battling against 22- and 23-year-olds every night. So uh, there's kind of that – that transition into, I don't know, like that man strength, you know, yeah. like is, is just going to be more physical. So if he can handle that um, and he can prove that he can rebound well um, and guard well, it's kind of like that, what you were talking about earlier, that baseline. Yeah. Can, can you not hurt the team? Yep. Well, that'll be the question because if he can prove that he can guard and he can rebound, there's your baseline. And then shooting is that added layer. Um, and so to me, that's the question marks of why he wouldn't be able to play. Can he guard and can he rebound? Yeah. And, and, and to, your, to your point about size, like just looking at last year's roster, Jalen Washington was listed on last year's roster at 225, mm -hmm. Armando at 235. So from a frame standpoint, he's right there with those dudes. And mm -hmm. uh, we just want to see that fill up. Yeah. I, <clears throat> so uh, of all that pack, um, if, if you, you know, you are a basketball coach. If you are going at Zayden High, if you're creating a scouting report for, all right, guys, we need to watch this with, with High coming out here, what, what would be the thing you would try to exploit? Would it be like, hey, he's just a freshman, so he doesn't know all the defensive principles, so let's go at him and force him to make decisions that he might not just instinctively be ready for yet? What, what would it be? Yeah, I mean, that essentially um, getting into – depending on how we guard, I guess, it's getting into ball screens and switches and seeing if he can guard multiple positions and um, how well guards can get downhill on him. Um, and then even if he has to guard up, you know, I mean, mm. if Baycott's in foul trouble and Washington isn't trusted or whatever, can Zayden High get in there and bang against a team that plays two bigs? Or, you know, there's a, there's a lot of ways you could look at it, but I think um, the main thing is can he guard smaller players can he keep the dribble in front of him can he switch effectively those types of things 
Yeah, that that's good. I like that. Um, make, making a freshman have to make decisions mm-hmm. and then they, they show how ready they are for that. And as with any of them, they're going to be ups and downs this season for Zayden. Same is true of Elliot Cadeau. Same is true of every freshman every year as they adjust to the college game. So, Pack, last word on this segment, and then we'll move to our comps and our over-unders, one of my favorite moments of these roster preview shows. Imagine that you are Hubert Davis sitting down at the end of the 23-24 season. It's been a successful year for Zayden High if fill in the blank. What would you say to that? It's been a successful season for Zayden if he's averaging, you know, 10 to 12 minutes per game and he's two and a half, three rebounds a game Hmm. and, you know, two free throws per game and like a made three per game. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's able to get to the free throw line. He rebounds the basketball and he's a threat from the perimeter. In limited minutes. That's all we need, really. I mean, uh, I think Withers is going to be effective at the four. I think Ingram's going to be effective at the four. I think, obviously, Baycott and Okonkwo are effective at the five. So, I don't know how much he will play, especially given how our staff has handled it in the past. But if he can get, you know, 10 to 12-ish minutes a game and he can prove um, to be effective in that with the stats that I just mentioned, then I think that's a huge success for him. And laying a groundwork for what he can be in the future. Yeah. And I think if I can add something into that is the mindset of it, right? And and what I mean by that is this, in this day and age where guys are so ready, like if I'm not getting those minutes right now as a freshman, I'm going to be looking elsewhere later, which goes back to that conversation we had earlier about, you know, these smaller freshman recruiting classes. Um, If Zayden High can be in that mindset that, that we're hopeful for of, Man, this year is about learning, finding my way, finding my spot on this team, and then being able to grow into bigger roles in the future, which I absolutely think he will do. Then, then that's a great part of it. Like th- that success you talked about, <clears throat> some people might look at those sheer numbers and be like, no, that's not good enough. But it is for what Carolina needs from him this year. And so I- I'm hopeful they can, that, that the coaching staff can help Zayden capture that mindset and that he will grasp onto that and, and hold it tightly. So folks, we want to look at our player comps, our over unders, and then based on that front court depth, uh, does James Oconquo coming in? Will that affect Zayden high as well? We'll look at all of that in just a second. All right, Pat Kilby and I carrying on our summer roster preview series last week, Elliot Cadeau, week two this week, talking about Zayden High, and we want to start with some player comps. And what we always try to do is have a North Carolina comp and an NBA comp. So, Pac, let's start right at home with a UNC comp. Who would you look at from Carolina to compare Zayden High to? Okay, now I want y'all to hear me out on this one. I, think <laughs> I love it. Go. There's not – to me, I struggle to find somebody that just has like an identical game to Zayden High. But Which I is a good thing. I love yeah, that. Absolutely, yeah. I think he's a little different. He's a unicorn for Carolina in some aspects. But I, this is what I like about Zayden. And you just mentioned it. He has a situation where if his mentality is correct, he can prove to be – somebody that's at Carolina for a long time and grow a ton 
and become a really successful player. And so for my player comp, I want to use James Michael McAdoo because he's somebody that came in better shooting version of (laughs) better. Yeah, definitely a better shooting version of, but he came in, you know, somewhat raw and with limited role and grew. And I could see that for Zayden. I could see that a lot. Just having to grind to get where he wants to be. And then once he gets there, he's beloved and a huge piece to what Carolina does. And I could see that for Zayden. And so not necessarily in the style of play, although they do have some similarities, right. but the situation and the way and, things are going yeah. to them, I think it's a good comparison for Zayden. I like what you're saying there. So it's less about the game and more about the trajectory of their potential Carolina uh, career. I like that. Um, some that just jump out for me, again, it's not one-to-one apples to apples, but just even some of the recent guys that the Carolina coaching staff will have been selling Zayden on is somebody like Brady Manick, is somebody like Pete Nance, who kind of fit, you know, like to me, that is the, the what what Zayden should be looking to be is can I do the type of things that Brady and, and Pete have done in the past two seasons for the Tar Heels pack? As we look over to the NBA, any comps that you see for Zayden uh, at, at the NBA level? Um, I'm going to throw one out there, and it's still a little differing, but I think LaMarcus Aldridge is a decent comp. Ooh. I like it because LaMarcus can shoot, you know, and, the times that he's in the post, he's kind of back to the basket, hits you with that mid-range jumper, um, slash fadeaway. He can shoot from the perimeter. I see a lot of those things in Zayden's game. But also, LaMarcus had, you know, solid passing ability. He had high IQ. Um, and he kind of displayed some guard skills in the way that he played. And I see that in Zayden. Now, hmm. I know LaMarcus is – seven feet tall, a lot bigger than <laughs> traditionally played the five. I get Dude, that. Zayden's got more into it. He's going to grow. <laughs> yeah, hopefully he's got another spurt. No, I, I have no idea, folks. I'm just joking. Don't hold me <laughs> down. But I do see some similarities in the way that they play, and so I like that comp for him. Yeah, that's cool. Not to mention another Texas boy, right? LaMarcus Aldridge was out of the mm-hmm. Dallas area, played for Texas, and then spent some years in the middle of his career playing for the Spurs, right Right down the road from where Zayden grew up. So uh, that's even fun in a geographical sense as well. All right, Pac, let's move to what is probably my f- most favorite part of these shows is our over-under conversations. Uh, and I want to start, you mentioned it earlier when you were talking about it's been a successful season for Zayden if, and the minutes per game conversation. I have set the line on Zayden's minutes at seven over under seven minutes a game averaged in his freshman year. I, I don't want to look out beyond that right now because I think and hope that number jumps exponentially after this year. But his freshman year over under seven minutes a game. Mm, that's set really well right there. Um, Thank you. I started take, at five and I was like, no, nah, that's too low. I got a budget. I'll take I'll take the over. I'll take the over. I'll tell you why. I could be wrong. I could prove to be dead wrong, but I don't exactly trust Withers just yet. Hmm. And I think there's a slight opening potentially for Zayden to make a move if he proves that he's ready. Um, I think obviously Ingram's a lock to start at the four, in my opinion. Um, but who's going to back him up and who's going to play in that role? Potentially Zayden and potentially seven to 10 minutes a game. So I'll take the over. 
Okay, love it. I am hoping I'm dead wrong on this, but I'm going to take the under. La la looking at last year's minutes, there were eight players that played over seven minutes a game. And just below that threshold were Tyler Nickel, Dontre Styles, Jalen Washington, who were each in the high fives, low sixes. And I think just based on Coach Davis's typical substitution patterns, I think that uh, this season, Zayden is going to fall more into that range. I don't think it'll be much below seven, but I am going to take the under on that specific number. All right, Pack, the next one, and, and this is an interesting one for me. I might have this number set a bit too high. We'll find out as we both give our answer. But over under 35% from the three-point line for Zayden High this season, not career. Mm, I'm going to go under. I think he's going to be like at the 33% mark, which is still a point for possession and still solid. But just for his freshman year, I'll take 33%. So the under. That's a good number. I think I would have, yeah, as, as I start talking it out, I realize I probably should have set the number at like 32 and a half or 33 and a half. That would have been more difficult. I'm going to take the under two because that, especially for a freshman, is a big number to go after. Um, and, but yeah, I'm with you. I think he'll be in the thirties and heck, you know, again, let me go back to yesterday's show where I talked about Carolina's three point shooting, uh, last season, Caleb love was the only player on the Tar Heels last year to attempt more than 200 threes. And he shot under 30%. So honestly, anything from Zayden 30% or higher for me is a win this season pack. What about, what about if I changed it from his freshman season to his career at Carolina and still kept it at 35%. Would you keep the under or would you budget up? Um, assuming he stays. Yeah, let's Carolina. say three. He stayed, let's say in this scenario, he stays three years at Carolina. What would you do? I'll take the over. I'll take the over on 35. Man. I think, I, I think you know, you kind of mentioned it earlier. I mean, the, the staff projects a Brady Manic type role for Zayden. I think he's capable of that. And as long as he stays and grows in that role, I think he can become a knockdown shooter and a really big-time threat from the perimeter. So I would take the over on that. I have seen Zayden himself say, going back to that quote about he and Simeon with that pick-and-pop stuff, called it lethal. And, my man, I need to see that, and I want to see it. A lethal knockdown outside shooter from Zayden High who can go in and get you three, four, five rebounds a game showcase those guard skills that he grew up with man his ability to pass as a taller guy combined with some of the other assist numbers i expect to see from this team could be fun to watch so zayden high our second player in our summer roster preview series love it great conversation pack cannot wait for next week where we move from the freshman class to the sophomores and we keep on rolling folks thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode we really appreciate you being with us you can follow the show on twitter at locked on heels you can follow pack at coach underscore k23 or me at isaac shade if you want to talk more in depth email the show locked on tar heels at gmail.com for those of you watching, don't forget to subscribe to the show on YouTube. Smash the like button to let us know you're here. And we'd love to know your thoughts and comments on Zayden High's freshman season. Want to remind you, it's always a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. But until then, Pack, let's get those deuces up. Peace.